Today we discuss where everybody on the 40-man roster ranks as spring training starts today for the Detroit Tigers. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Friday, March 18th, 2022. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Emphasis on wherever, because we are on YouTube. This is our third episode on YouTube. The numbers have already been great. We're already growing at a, at a fantastic rate. I appreciate you guys so much. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped to get on YouTube, and 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 I'm just pumped that baseball is back today. As if you're listening to this on Friday, spring training starts today, and it's on Bally. They're televising that. Hell yeah, pump me up, man, amp me up. I'm so excited for baseball to be back after what we all went through this off season. Golly, it didn't look like we'd be here. Forever grateful. Baseball, Detroit Tigers baseball will be played today. I'm so damn excited about it. They will take on the Phillies. And like I said, it'll be on Bally, man. I'm super pumped. So today's episode, we're just going to go through the entire 40-man roster. Everybody who has the ability to make the major league club, right? The entire 40-man. And just go over kind of where everybody stands and it's going to be really free flowing and not super structured any which way. I guess we'll probably do pitchers first and then uh, hitters last, but we're, it's just kind of going to kind of be a flowing conversation of just going down the line one by one and just going through where uh, some dudes will just be passed over really quickly. Hey, no, this dude has no chance of making that a camp, not a big deal. A uh, good depth piece on to the next. Okay, this is not a conversation. He's obviously going to make the team. Nothing to really watch out for. It's it's just going to be what to emphasizing what players spring training is super important to. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. I hope it makes sense. And if it doesn't, buckle up because that that's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. So we might as well just jump right into it. Uh, I we will start with the pitchers, and I'm literally just gonna. Like straight up, we're just going through and, and listing off one by one everybody on the 40 man. And that's just what's up. All right. So uh, it's probably going to end up being alphabetical by last name because that's the way the 40 man is uh, arranged, I believe, organized. I, I think that's right. So Tyler Alexander, what what a way to kick it off. You know, <laughs> you know, what, what a way to, to, to start it off. Um, this is currently... As of the day of recording, this is a pretty big spring for Tyler Alexander as uh, he will ha have the opportunity to try and convince everybody that he should get the ball every fifth day. And that's that, there's no way he doesn't make the team. He's going to make the team, obviously, but uh, he is basically pitching for his role as it stands currently. We, we could... You know, tomorrow morning, 
fr- it's Thursday night for me right now, full disclosure, because that's when, when I record these so you guys can get them uh, right when you wake up on Friday morning. At the time of this recording, we we don't have uh, uh, another starting pitcher besides Tyler Alexander to slide in at, at fifth at, at five at SP five. So he is going to be pitching for uh, his role. And we brought back Willie Peralta. There's a couple of other dudes that might be able to stretch into five. But the season started today. Tyler Tyler Alexander actually in spring ball is scheduled to get the fifth start. The, the Erod, who we will get to, is is going to pitch tomorrow today as you're listening to this for for game one. And uh, Tyler Alexander slated in to get five. So. It will be interesting to watch out for him and look for him, especially if we, you know, the longer and longer we go without bringing in another starting pitcher, uh, his storyline in spring will become more and more interesting. And I, I do think that Tyler Alexander is uh, is one of the bigger stories in, in spring ball, in all honesty. Andrew Chafin, not really too much to talk about. It'll be fun to see him because he's a Tiger now. Just got signed two days ago as you were listening to this. Um, but not, uh, not, not too much of a storyline in spring. He's making the team, no matter what, he's going to be putting some pretty high leverage right off the bat. So not, not too much to, to discuss there. Awesome introductory, like interview press conference, whatever you want to talk, call it though. I mean, the dude, he's, <laughs> he's a character he showed up in camo Crocs, uh, a mug root beer with it, with his hair flowing. And and his, and his beard and his stash and everything, and pretty much was just you know by the sounds of it he kind of just sounds like he he just shows up to work, gets his one two three inning then goes home to his farm and that's pretty much it, that's that's Andrew Chafin, not not super like I I don't get the impression that he's, uh like like watching a a ton of baseball or like super invested in like what teams are good and. And, you know, World Series runs and, and you know, like the top prospects from around the league and everything. I, I think I think he just shows up, does his job, does it really, really well, and then goes home to his farm, man. And that <laughs> that's awesome. I, I love it. Why not? So Andrew Chafin, obviously going to make the team. Not, not a super big thing. Jose Cisnero, obviously going to make the team as well. Slated to become a, a, a pretty big part of this bullpen as well. So he will also be... Uh, spring will just kind of be interesting to see if he's still got the stuff that he's had the last couple of years, but there's no reason to believe he won't. And uh, we'll head in with, with him being one of the more used relievers as well, that that, that core five in the bullpen that we talked about yesterday. Uh, he, he's definitely part of that. So is Chafin. Uh, Angel DeJesus, be interesting to see him play. Not going to make the team out of camp, but uh, it'll be interesting to see him get some uh, get some playing time. One of the younger guys, 24 years old, I believe. One of the younger pitchers on the 40-man. Uh, so so that'll be an interesting – I'm excited to see him pitch, but it, you know, it won't be with the implication of, oh, he might make the team or anything. Uh, Miguel Topozo, we saw him last year. We saw Depozo, Del Pozo last year. Uh, he, he's going to have the same role, just another depth piece. I, I don't expect him to make the team out of camp either. However – with uh, I, I guess the same goes for DeJesus. Outside of those core five, I mean the 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 other what two or three bullpen spots spots you would want 
are kind of up for grabs, I would imagine. Joe Jimenez, who we'll get to, is, is probably slated to be in there. Um, and, and I think his spring is going to hold a lot of value. At, we'll, we'll get, I'm kind of ruining what, once we get to Jimenez. But um, I, I guess I shouldn't say for any of the pitchers that they're like definitely not going to make the team. Because I do think there are wide open spots in this bullpen that are for the taking. And if anybody has a really impressive spring, they, they could make the team out of camp. So I, I guess I kind of rescind that, you know, guaranteed not making the team anything. And and if they have good enough springs and some other people have some poor springs, we could very well see either of these two dudes, even though I'm, I'm not counting on it. Uh, Fiedo, very interested in Alex Fiedo's spring. One of my, one of my circled guys for sure. One of the dudes that I'm uh, most interested with. With that bullpen spot open, sounded like a broken record already. But it would not surprise me at all if Alex Fiedo got some pretty hefty at that bullpen work for the Detroit Tigers this season. Would be not surprising whatsoever. I, uh, I Honestly, I kind of somewhat expect it. Maybe ha- not expect hefty workload. But I, I fully expect Alex Fiedos to get some bullpen work in a Detroit Tigers uniform multiple times this season very much so Jason Foley we saw a little bit last season uh got pretty good stuff and is I believe 27 now uh 26 27 got got some pretty good stuff and with him it's just command fits in nicely with some other people in uh in this bullpen but we saw him last year and he, he looked decent at times. Again, it's just a command thing with him. So I'm really interested with, with his spring as well. And if he's sharpened up, maybe his delivery a little bit uh, and whatnot. We will get into the rest of the 40 man. The rest of the pitchers will finish up really quick here on the other side of me telling y'all about Built Bar. This is the time of year where a lot of people have given up on their news resolutions, but not this year. You're sticking to your New Year's resolution if it's to eat right, and that's thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because everyone actually enjoys eating them. If you haven't tried the puffs, you have to. You're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. These are going to be your new favorite, I promise you. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, Puffs included. That's 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They're better. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Candy bars usually have about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. They come in mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, plenty more, and white chocolate cookies and cream, which is brand new. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. Because at Built Bar, they care about the taste. They're all about it. They make sure it tastes delicious first, and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. So go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, everybody. 
We are back for segment two here at Locked On Tigers. Thanks for being Locked On Tigers, your first listen every day. Be sure to check out Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us, including YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube, man. It's sick. You get to look at me. How cool is that? Don't answer that, actually. I, I don't want anyone to answer that question. But it is really cool. Cool graphics. When the season starts, I can do like a share screen thing. We can look at key plays together, kind of break them down, pitches, all sorts of stuff. I can't wait to, to utilize it, man. It's going to be super, super cool. So be sure to subscribe. Don't get left behind. You'll never get left behind. You can subscribe anytime you want. But it is really cool, for real. All right. So continuing on with our breakdown of the 40-man and kind of where everybody stands going into spring training, we left off right after Jason Foley. Michael Fulmer's next. Definitely going to make the team out of camp. I'm not worried about his stuff in spring either. So it'll be nice to see him pitch. As It'll be nice to see all these dudes play just because, you know, baseball's back. But the biggest thing with Fulmer has nothing to do with the stuff. There's no doubts about that. It, it, for me, it's mostly just going to be, can he work himself to the point where he can be a, a guy that appears in 60-plus games a season at, out of the bullpen? And that's, he, you know, he started making the transition in the bullpen over the last season and a half. And I, I think that that is easily the, the biggest Michael Fulmer storyline this season. It's just going to be, can he handle being a, an everyday option can his body handle being an everyday option out of the pen for a full season so not too much to look at in the spring can't really determine that this early but it'll be obviously a beauty to watch michael fulmer on the bump again kyle funkhauser uh definitely gonna make the team not a worry there uh, the big thing funk last year came into camp and had lost a little bit of velo when he first came into camp and, and maybe the, the the stuff wasn't moving as much right like right away he got it fixed real quick and, and obviously had a pretty productive season last year but if you remember at the beginning of the season Fulmer started off uh down in the minors so I'm, I'm really interested to see where he's picking up from you know what I mean I, if he if it's going to be a relatively consistent thing that he comes into camp and is maybe a little bit behind and has to work himself up, or if, if he's going to hit the ground running this year and, and start off right away. So it's it's not a longevity. I mean, he used to be a starter and, and didn't have a uh, you know, super serious injury like Fulmer did. So I'm really just, for Funkhauser, early on, he's he's one of the guys I'm going to be paying attention, paying attention to the most because I'm really interested in how effective his stuff is going to be right off the bat. And, and if he can build on that or if he's going to, you know, start off slow and have to work up. Ronnie Garcia, don't expect to make the team out of camp. Uh, still so young, man. I mean, rule five pick a couple of years ago. Still, uh, what, 24 years old. Like, he, he still is so young. So, it, it'll be interesting to see him because they, they clearly see something in him. Because even after a not very good season in his rule five year and then last year, having the, the injury that knocked him out for most of the season. Um, uh, I, they, they clearly still see something with him because he's still on the 40-man, two years removed from his Rule 5 draft. And and I'm just interested in seeing what they see, really, because the time that – the limited amount that we've seen him over the last, you know, since he, he was taken, uh, it has not been all that encouraging. 
So Ronnie is just a story of, uh, I, I want to be able to see what you see. You know what I mean? Brian Garcia. Uh, Brian Garcia, man. What a, what a roller coaster. Brian Garcia has put a lot of people through. Um, not put people through. That's way too dramatic. But he was an anomaly in 2020 where he was a guy that a reliever, a one-inning reliever that didn't strike people out and yet had a really low ERA. And we were like, how is this possible in this current era of baseball? Then we found out that it was just probably a shortened season with some luck on his side because in 2021, he was not nearly as effective. So because Brian Garcia is still on the 40-man, Brian with a Y, I'm really interested in if his stuff has gotten to a point where he can raise his K numbers. If he can strike some people out, he's proven that that he can be semi-effective without striking people out. And again, last year was, was pretty rough, and 2020 was a shortened season, so the bigger sample size would tell you not. But I, I, I think that there's still potentially something there in a 26, 27-year-old if he can just get a, a little bit of swing and miss stuff, man. So th that'll be interesting to see him in camp. Joe Jimenez, we already talked about yesterday, but his velocity started off at like 96. So that's, I mean, that's easily the biggest thing to watch for them is if his velo is sitting 96 right off the bat, I mean, that's that's obviously a, a, a huge plus that that can be a consistent thing. And Joe Jimenez is always just going to be, you know, in these type of games, these spring training leading up to the season games is always going to be, a hot topic of conversation because he was so good so young and then fell off a cliff and he's just been a roller coaster of a major league career. So with again with a few bullpen spots kind of up for grabs, he's definitely in the front running to get one of them and it'll be interesting to see whether he can hang on to that and 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 take a hold of that opportunity or kind of let it slip. Um kind of sounded like an M&M bar there. Alex Lang, everybody who knows me knows I love me some Alex Lang. Love Alex Lang. He's got nasty, nasty stuff. Just struggles with command a lot. So obviously the storyline for him is going to be if he gets his command relatively under control, watch out rest of baseball because the dude could be a killer if he can get the command figured out. He's still pretty young too. I believe 26 as well. Matt Manning, just interesting because he's Matt Manning. He's going to make the team barring a catastrophic spring. Uh, he's going to make the team. He's going to be slated in the starting rotation. Just all of those guys are, are going to be interesting to watch to, to see what kind of stuff we're working with. His velocity was reportedly at 96 as well already in camp. That's a huge bump from where he was sitting at last year. Easily the biggest storyline with Matt. Mize going to make the team. Just going to be really fun to see Casey Mize. I don't expect too terribly much of a workload in the spring. Um, but I, I, the thing with him, I I'm interested in seeing how he mixes in the splitter because he said that he kind of lost confidence in it last year. So I'm really intrigued by, by what, in what counts and what situations he is going to utilize the, the splitter this season. And I, if we can kind of get a glimpse of that in spring, I'll be pretty excited. Elvin Rodriguez, uh, someone we acquired like right after the season ended, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, or no, we called him up. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, it's very late. I'm getting people mixed up. It's regardless new addition to the 40 man. 
uh, as of like right after the season ended last year. Very young, 21, 22 years old, 21. I think he turns 22 right before the season starts. Uh, has had some nasty stuff. No, he was in the system last year. He just got out of the 40 man. Um, this is all coming back to me now. Okay. Like I said, it's very, very late. I'm recording this after I recorded lockdown Red Wings already, which we record at like one in the morning. Um, so I was holding out for a, a signing. That's why I waited so long. And now look at me, stupid, stupid. Uh, but, but he's had some, some nice velocity down in the minors. Um, and I, I think again, Bullpen spots are up for grabs. You're going to hear me say that. I've already said that a lot. So we'll be in the mix for one of the empty bullpen spots, I'm sure, as almost all of these guys, these kind of fringe guys are. Eduardo Rodriguez, the ace. As far as I'm concerned, he's the ace. He should get the ball on opening day. He's going to get the ball the first day of spring. I guess there might be a slight competition between him and Mize. Don, who gets the ball opening day? I don't think there should be. I think you should just give it to Erod. You just paid him. He's a veteran. Just give the ball to Erod on opening day. Um, but it, it'll just be really cool to see Erod pitch in a Tigers uniform on elite. Not, not too much analysis on that one. I'm just really giddy about seeing him pitch for that old English Dion. Scooby, interested in the fastball, interested in the breaking ball. Uh, I guess that's kind of like everything. <laughs> not, not, not too, uh, not too incredible analysis there. Interested in the fastball command because at times it was a his best strikeout pitch, and at times it was his best give up a home run pitch. So the the fastball specifically is going to be something that I, I keep an eye on with Scooby a lot. Gregory Soto, all about command, all about command. He's got unbelievable stuff, unbelievable arm. Is gonna gonna pump a hundred mile an hour sinkers. He's the dog, uh, but it's all command with him. Always going to be the storyline with him. Turnbull. I'm so sad. Uh, I'm sad that I even read his name. That just made, that just ruined my night. I miss you, Spencer. I, I miss you dearly so much. You're the dog forever. I uh, cannot wait for him to come back, man. Oh, oh, I don't. Okay. I can't spend the rest of the show. Just proclaiming how much I, I love Spencer Turnbull. Joey Wentz, one of the biggest people to watch in all of spring. Joey Wentz, still so young, 24. Uh, he is, I've been a big fan of Wentz ever since we acquired him. Acquired him in a trade, what, four years ago now? Three, four years ago now? Um, he is... I've always been a huge fan of him. He had Tommy John two seasons ago, started working himself back up last season uh, with a couple of, he's a lefty with a couple of bullpen spots open and with the need for maybe somebody else who can start games on top of that. Keep an eye out for Joey Wentz. Keep an eye out for it. He could be a sleeper. I don't know if he's going to make the roster on opening day, but he could be a sleeper to get some legitimate time in the majors if he, he starts off the season hot in the minors uh, be, because we're going to need some some innings from some people if we don't acquire another starter. So keep, keep an eye on for the, for the spring and the early part of the minor league season on Joey Wentz. All right. We will get to all of the hitters in our final segment, but first I'm going to tell you all about betonline.ag. It's that time of year, baby. College basketball tournament. What a day. 
what a day Thursday was. What a day I'm sure Friday will be. Kentucky going down. It, 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 the tournament's finally upon us for all the latest odds, contests, player props. BetOnline is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport, blah, 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 sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Also going to tell you about Mission Possible. Are you ready to discover your purpose and leave an impact wherever you go? Mission Possible, read, written and read by New York Times bestselling author and a- athlete Tim Tebow, encourages you to find your inspiration, pursue your purpose, and create a life for yourself that counts. Ignite a new spark in your life through this new inspirational listen. Mission in P- Mission Possible by Tim Tebow is available wherever audiobooks are sold. All right, segment three. We got to crank through this. Going through the hitters. We went through all the pitchers. A couple of bullpen spots open. Still not sure about SP5, but it looks like as of today, it's going to be Tyler Alexander. We'll see how that all turns out. The hitters, I feel like the, the hitters are a lot more concrete for the outfit. Mm, I can't even say that because I don't even think that's true. That's a complete lie. Disregard everything I just said, and now we're going to go into the hitters. Catching situation, Tucker Barnhart, Dustin Garneau, Eric Haas, Jake Rogers. Jake Rogers still not healthy, going to take some time to recover still. So uh, I'm, we're all assuming opening day catching situation is going to be Barnhart and Haas. That being said, rosters are now 26-man. And A.J. Hinch has expressed interest before in carrying three catchers and has no problem doing it, again, especially with Major League rosters now being 26-man instead of 25-man. So do not be shocked if Dustin Garneau were to make the team out of camp, but if I had to put money on it using betonline.net, I would probably just go Barnhart and Haas, and I expect Barnhart to get a majority of the workload behind the plate. Um yeah, so there's your catcher situation. Keep an eye on Garneau, but Haas and Barnhart are, are the locks. Infield, Javi Baez obviously making the team out of camp. No, no, no speculation there. It'll just be cool to see him in a uniform and and uh, see see. Yeah, it'll just be cool to see him in a Tigers uniform. Not not going to take too much of what he does offensively in spring. For, hold that with too much of a grain of salt. If he does poorly, whatever. It's spring. He's a veteran. If, if he does super well, whatever, it's spring, he's a veteran. So it's just going to be cool to see him in an old English D. Miguel Cabrera, nothing to say. Literally nothing. It's Miguel Cabrera. He's going to make the team. Uh, I'm not going to get fooled if, if he has a big, you know, oh, he, he hit home runs in every single spring training game. He's back. He's He is what he is. We all know what he is now. Let's just move on. Jamer Candelario making the team out of camp. Going to be great offensively. I am paying attention to the Jamer Candelario defense at third. That's my big thing. Uh, he's been about a zero, like net zero DRS uh, defender at third. I have full confidence in his ability to hit these days. No longer are the days of, oh, Jamer's got to prove himself. I'm looking for step forwards in Jamer's offense. I'm there. I'm a full believer in the bat at this point. All in on Jamer. And paying attention to the defense, though. Willie Castro, 
an interesting one, a, a fringe guy by every definition. Um, I don't think I expect him to make the team out of camp, but that is before the first game of spring. If he has a really good spring, I, it's just at that point, he, he he can't play very good defense anywhere, man. Like, he can't. He's a negative defender no matter where you put him. And last season, his bat was not nearly good enough to make up for, for how poor he was defensively. So, I, he, he would have to really impress on defense and go back to what he was in 30 games in 2020 offensively. It, it, I, I honestly, I think it would take a hell of a spring for Willie Castro to make this team out of camp. I really do. So he's still young. I'm, I'm not saying it's a lost cause situation. You know, he, he he's 24, but you, he, he, it would take, in my eyes, it would take an unbelievable spring for, for Willie to make the team out of camp at this point. Harold Castro, I think is in the mix for one of the utility jobs hitting Harold baby, uh, because he can play everywhere. And he's not, he's not a great, no, no, not, not a fantastic defender anywhere, but he plays well enough. He can suffice anywhere and he gets the bat on the ball. I think AJ Hinch loves it. Harold Castro because he gets the bat on the ball, no matter what, pretty much guaranteed to do that. So I think he's in the mix. I don't know if there's really anything in spring that you can follow. Like, Oh, if Harold does this, will he make the team? I, I think he's just going to be in the mix. And I think it might honestly depend more on what these other guys that are in the mix for the non-starting uh, infield and, and outfield and utility jobs do than it is what Harold will do. Cody Clemens, big, big story on the offensive side. Uh, got added to the 40-man after the season as well. Uh, very interested in what Cody Clemens is going to do this spring. And if he has a hot enough spring, he could even be one of the guys that, that makes the team out of camp. He just could. And I think it's going to come down to how he looks offensively because he's not a great defender. Uh, but with, I mean, he's a second baseman. Maybe you can try playing him at third a little bit in the spring. Just try to spread, have him spread his wings, increase his versatility a little bit. But I think for the most part, his is just going to be if he can hit and he has a really hot spring. He he could be a guy that, that surprises some people and makes the team right out right out of camp. Isak Paredes, he's still so young, dude. Like two seasons ago now is when he made his debut, and he is still today only 21 years old. Or 22. 23? <laughs> that was that was all sorts of messed up. He he just turned 23. Just turned 23 in February. Um, goodness gracious. I told you it's late. Um, Isak, it's all going to down, come down to offense as well. He can play third. Uh, he he can play. He Not a very good defensive shortstop, but he has no, with the bias signing, he has no need for that at this point. He can play second. Uh, it, it's going to come down to offense again for him too. And he's still very young. I mean, one of the youngest dudes on the team still. So he is... Uh, going to be one of the storylines again for who gets those jobs, you know, backing up the starters out of camp. Scopey making the team. Uh, interested to see how he looks defensively at second. Zach Short, I don't expect to make the team out of camp, but I fully expect him to make the, to, to play Major League Baseball games for the Tigers again. That's where I stand on Zach Short. 
Uh, I, I don't think this spring will, I don't, I don't think he can have a good enough spring to necessarily make it, but I don't think he can have a bad enough spring to ruin his chances of getting called up in, you know, May, June, when when somebody gets hurt and we need some infield depth. Lastly, the outfield, Akil Badu better be making the team, baby. I'm ready for Badu mania. Grossman obviously going to make the team. Uh, Akil interested in how he hits against lefties. That should be everybody's biggest thing. How does Akil Badu look against left-handed pitching? Robbie Grossman, I'm I'm just gonna it's just gonna make my, my heart warm. It's just gonna make me fuzzy and warm inside just seeing Robbie Grossman on the field again. That that's that's Bay. That's the dog. My my walk, my OBP king, Robbie Grossman. Daz Cameron. Um Daz Cameron. I mean, look. It's going to be an offensive thing. I don't expect him. I don't think there's really a scenario where he makes the team out of camp. I think that's pretty far fetched. Um, his is just all around how he looks, I guess. Because I, again, I don't. I don't really think there's a chance he makes the team out of camp. So uh, his is mo- his storylines will start when the minor league season starts. Honestly, more so than spring. Derek Hill uh, interested in the offense. Everyone should be. We know how how good he is defensively. Um, but could try and snag that fourth or fifth, even outfield spot. Uh, we don't know how many outfielders, infielders, catchers, everybody, you know, that, that Hinch wants to hold. So, uh, Hill, if if he has a good enough spring offensively, could be a guy to watch out for to snag a a fourth. Or like I said, we could even carry, we carried five outfielders for a decent amount of the season last year. Uh, Victor Reyes, uh, I'm not talking about it. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. I'm done trying to predict Victor Reyes. I'm done with it. Or or what the team does with Victor Reyes, I can say. I know what Victor Reyes is. But I'm I'm so done trying to predict what this team wants to do with him and what role he wants to play. Who freaking knows, man? He he could be the he could be the opening day center fielder, he could be an eerie. Uh who who knows? I'm done trying to predict it. So that's it for the 40 man. Two omissions that were very obvious. Spencer Dorgelson, Riley Green. I've everything about them will be interesting. And they're they're gonna get put on the 40 man. And two of these guys that I listed are gonna get axed because of it. And I fully expect them to they're definitely gonna make the 40 man relatively soon, get put on it officially. But I fully expect both of them to make the team out of camp. Fully expect it. I expect the opening day lineup to have Spencer Torkelson at first base, Riley Green in center or left field. Fully expected. So there you go. It'll uh, Storylines for them, uh, enjoy it. Just be happy that they're playing with the major league club. Just have fun and enjoy it. And if one of them slumps, don't be that dude that's like, oh my good, like with Torkelson last year, preposterous. People are like, oh, he hasn't hit a home run in 30 at-bats. This is criminal. He's not that good. Don't be don't be that that person. Don't. Don't be the person that that craps all over a, a, a 21, 20-year-old 20 rookie because he starts off slow in spring training. Don't be that person. That that's my storyline for those two. Goodness. Gonna get me fired up. 
Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked On MLB, Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, that'll do it. Spring training. We're here, baby. We're here. Um, I'm pumped. On Monday's show, we will be recapping spring training games. We'll be doing game recaps next time we talk. How about it? How about it, baby? Thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for listening. We're back. We made it through the lockout. A baseball game will be played today. We made it. Give yourself a pat on the back. You made it. Congrats, everybody. Peace and love. Going to Therapy's Dope. I'll catch you all on Monday. Back to five a week on Monday, by the way. Go Tigers.